Well, uh, you brought up the ranch. Um, I think we ought to talk about that for a little while. I mean, uh... yeah, it's it's you know it's it's uh, it's what got me and Lori involved in in uh, the mentioned. city issues, and uh, it is. It's just, you know, first off, I think that the, the ranch has proven that 15 volunteers cannot operate a business. I mean, it's, it's like that, that, you know, seems to have been proven by them. Uh, you know, the fact that they've, you know, had really a hard time over the years making money, you know, they've lost, you know, $500,000 over the last uh, four, five, five, five and a half years. And uh, they they just they just uh, you know they're supposed to be a partner with the city in running that place, and you know like we just spent uh, you know three hundred fifty thousand dollars thereabouts for looks like seven parking spots out there because they want to charge ten dollars an event out there to make money for and it's like there's no cost benefit analysis of well, you know, is it, are these seven parking spots really going to make a difference in parking? No. No, it's not. Uh, and you know, and I know from being out there when there's major events like the food trucks and stuff, if you park over on the east side in that parking lot, there's no problem with parking out there. No. And, and, uh, but, you know, it's just this, this mentality of, well, we want this. We, you know, the CRF wants this. Right. And so, uh. It's like, well, you know, is there any adult anywhere in, in City Hall or the City Council where they say, is this, is this, a, is this, a, this money that's being spent on these few parking spaces, is this reasonable? Is this something that really is going to benefit anybody? Especially since, you know, supposedly they make good money on whatever weddings they can get out there. Well, the last time I was at a wedding, there's a lot of people there, especially in expensive venues such as the ranch. Right. So they got to park somewhere. Right. You know, yeah, that little parking lot they have, uh, hell, I mean, that ain't going to hold four or five hundred people at a, or a couple or a hundred people at a, at a wedding. Yeah, it's only, I think there's only about 25, 30 parking spots on the property. Right. And so they have an agreement on the weekends for big things like the Meadowlarks, you know, the Taste of Camry and that stuff to use the parking lot over on the east side of the, uh, the ranch. And, uh, but they just, uh, you know, for whatever reason, they don't get charged rent by the city. So, you know, uh, we've had these conversations with Tony Tremley where he says, well, the city had, that's an asset. The, the city, the, uh, the ranch house is a city asset. We have to keep it up. Okay. But you have a, you have a, uh, renter that is renting it for free, using it, there's wear and tear on that stuff, the city's paying for it, and yet the, the, the CRF has never been able to return any money, and when I say return any money, to really help with the, uh, the operation and, and paying for stuff out there. They, they keep their head, well, below water at this point, you know, just trying to run the rental business, yeah. the wedding business, and the city still has to subsidize them for all of the maintenance, uh, 
and uh, you know like this three hundred fifty thousand dollar parking lot for seven parking spots what i could tell you know that's fifty thousand dollars a a parking lot spot and it's like who who agreed to this i mean i know the council approved it the old council last year or whenever and uh and you just shake your head and go you know this this is not going to be a panacea for parking out there and it's uh people park there anyway and it was you parked on the dirt yeah and what was the big deal it wasn't you know and i, I think part of the problem too is they you know the the i've heard the the ranch board, and I've heard city council members say, you know, we got to preserve the history of the Camarillo Ranch, and blah, 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 Joe Bag of Donuts. And, I'm, of course, now I'm excluding Tony Tremblay, Sean Mulche, and Susan Santangelo from this. Because somebody on the council approved for that big, on the east side, where they're parking on weekends, with that big uh, Rosewood Dental Group is, and all those. Yeah, those, yeah the, the Ventura County uh, Community Foundation. Those, the, yeah, those buildings over there, those that, where that industry is. I mean, that should have been, I condemn the prior, the old council for putting that in in the first place. It, it should be nothing but a parking lot, if that. Because you, you if you're coming in to, to uh, Mission Oaks Boulevard, you're coming to, uh, going west on Mission Oaks Boulevard, you can't see that house. And you can't see it coming the other way. It's so built up around it. That was a terrible place to put that, uh, those medical buildings. Yeah, I think it was, you know, the, uh, you know, the, the Camrio family, whoever that owned that last bit of land around the ranch house, they wanted to develop that. And uh, essentially, you know, the city, it was a convoluted transaction yeah. where the, uh, the, the developer bought the house from the family. Uh, and then part of the agreement was they turned the house over to the city. <laughs> and, and it was like, uh, it was if you talk to a lot of the the, the uh, family members, you know, they felt like the gun had been put to their head to uh, take take the house away from them in order for this development to occur. Mm -hmm. It was like one or the other. I don't know, you know, the the real specifics. I do know that when you go out there and look at the property, you say, "Hey, to me, the ranch, the ranch property is too small." It is, and that you know the the most common thing or the most reasonable thing if they ran the ranch uh property over to the creek straight over yeah. there and where where the that's where the white horses are buried that's where the the the, the barns the mule barn the, mule barn, the barn, barn that's out there that's where carmen lived that's that, where that, ortiz lived right that's that then that barn wouldn't have had to been moved that's right old pepper tree lane be still stand strong right and and uh that whole, you know, and it, but it was about money, you know, and you know, a lot of decisions are know, made because of money. Because of, made because of money, but you know, and then all these to me, you know, this is where, hey, somebody's got to be using, you know, foresight to say, okay, if we do it this way, what's going to happen? You know, are we going to have a parking problem? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, there's there's no parking for the ranch. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, you envision all these huge, you know, festivals and stuff there. And if the, the ranch had been, let's say, twice as big, I think it's about four and a half acres now. I think if you went over to the creek, that would have been another 
four and a half or five acres or whatever yeah. straight across hey would that been enough to support all these big festivals even to have you know if the barn had been over there and stuff and and everything else but you know it is what it is i guess we can't change it at this point but it's just frustrating that it, nobody seemed to be looking out for Right, no one had vision at the time when this all this went down back in the mid to late 90s. And, you know, that would be a spectacular place for community events if they'd just left that alone. If it had been bigger, yeah. Right. You know, you could have seen the fiesta out there. Absolutely, instead of the, you the, know, the, what's, what's, what does it Paul call the fiesta up on the boulevard? It's not a fiesta. The, with the, the, it's like a midway. Yeah, well, yeah, it's just but you have carny midway. The carny, the carny, it's a carny thing. It's a carny festival. Yeah, it's just it's, it's frustrating because and and you know I think I think if anything you know some people would probably say well this is what the city wanted twenty years ago they wanted I look at the the ranch house being used mostly as kind of a private senior center. Yeah, for the boys club. The boys club for the uh, particular uh, uh, people that are surrounded. On the, on the board. You know, on the board, surrounded, friends of, I mean, you know. Extended, extended cronies. Yeah. And, and that also, hey, look, we've given you these positions on the, on the board. And in return, talk us up. Right. Vote for us. Vote for us. We can have our crony reunions out there. Which right. Is code every for, retreat is just quote our, our code for a crony reunion. Right. Well, the, every September the city has a volunteer dinner out at the ranch that they don't publicize. Oh no. But everybody that whether it be friends of the library or uh, the uh, CRF board itself and all the other appointments to the rental rent board or the investment board. But I bet it ain't a potluck. It the catering is over ten thousand bucks. There you go. You know, and uh, it's not like they make their own food, bring it out there, have their own party. Right, right. Got to reach and, deeper in our pockets. Don't and they? and it, it's just like one of those things where you just go, you know, come on, you guys. But but you know, in election years, it's real nice because it occurs in late September, right, right before the election. So right. you know, hey, remember us. Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm wondering what's going to happen out there now. I mean, there are 15 board members. I mean, it doesn't take 15 people to run that ranch. Well, I mean, I think anybody that's every anybody that has been exposed to the wedding business, you know, whether it be like McCormick Ranch or some of the uh, other places around Maravilla, Maravilla uh, yeah. uh, that you know, it, it's like one or two people, mm -hmm. and and the uh, CRF itself says that at one point last year they had eight or nine employees, and and it so it's just it's just crazy. It's nuts. Well, they they have that the young lady who's running the wedding events out there now, Nikki. Mm-hmm. What's her last name? Uh, Richardson. Nikki Richardson. Yeah. Well, I was at a, a Camaro Ranch board meeting back in the, the second day of April, and. Uh, It was just, it's just, it's just her and another guy. I can't remember his name. He's a nice, nice likable fella. So the only two people running that, 
I mean, why? How can two people run that business on the ranch, but you need fifteen people running the ranch? I mean, it's not—it's not like they're out there herding cattle and uh, shoeing horses and milking cows. Yeah, I—I I, I don't understand it, and we—I've never understood it. And years ago, when Lori was volunteering out there, I think they had about, you know, uh, two or three full-time people and a couple part-time people, and now they're back down to that again, and, uh, but. Yeah, again, it just seems like a complete struggle for them and why they have such a tough time, uh, you know, is beyond me. I mean, Sean, you know, Sean seems to be pushing that. You know, Tony, Tony told us, oh, everyone on the, the ranch board is my friends. They're good people. They're volunteers. You get to that argument where, well, they're volunteers. What do you expect? Well, so I, the docents, you know, right. The I docents are the face of be. the ranch. But yeah, but they're not, but they uh, should be. Yeah, they're second-class citizens. Right. They've always been that way. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, when you look at the ad hoc committee that the, the city appointed people, did they appoint any docents? No. Nope. No docents came. Yeah. Did they even know there was a meeting? I'm sure they didn't. And, and you know, but that's kind of the mentality, the, the old school mentality that, you know, Hey, the the ranch board is in charge, but the everyday people that go out to the house, it's the docents that run it. Yeah, and you know that you took the tour just a while ago, and you know you 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 know that they're the ones that have the stories. They're the ones that that uh, they have to buy their own costumes. You know the period dresses and stuff. And not just that, there's uh, there's a couple out there that. Um do their own research to find the pictures as artifacts to collect for the ranch. Right. To bring people in. I mean, I, I bet if I I bet if I went out there today for a tour, you know, I ain't going to see Karen King or Charles Devlin or Martin Daly giving me a tour because I bet you they don't know. Right. They wouldn't know Poncho's bedroom from where the refrigerator is. Right. And, and, you know, it's just kind of, in it again, so much of the city has turned into me to be like a us-against-them situation. And, you know, people say, oh, we don't know why. You know, I think, I, I think there was one article in the Acorn a couple years ago where it was like, we don't know why there's so many, there's certain people against the ranch. And at the time, you know, the treasurer at the time, he said, oh, we're, we're, this is in May 2017. He says, we've made $30,000 so far this year, and their year ends in June. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, we're in the black. Yeah. And then, of course, the audit comes out for that 630 year, and they lost $70,000. Right. So there's a $100,000 swing between his number in May and what the auditors come up with uh, in June. And... Nobody is like, wait a minute, what happened here? What what what's the problem here? Why are the why are the records so bad? Then the following year, this last year, ending last June, they're uh, they lost forty eight thousand dollars, and it's like their their revenue is like a million dollars, close to a million dollars, like nine hundred nine hundred fifty thousand, and it's like it's twice as big as it was ten years ago, money wise, revenue wise, and it's like why what? what? Inflation hasn't gone up that much. Right, right, right. You know, they're getting like $5,000 a wedding or whatever. 
And yet they just, it, it, it just blows my mind as an accountant. It's like, you know, I can look at the numbers and I, I say, what is going on here? Well, I'm not an accountant, but that much money, how can you not stay afloat? Right, right. And they, what they've done now is they've dipped into about $50,000 of the deposit money to fund current operations. And, uh, you know, when, when Lori was at the ad hoc committee, I think you were, you were at it too, uh, for the, the, the ranch in the city. I mean, Lori got up there and said, Hey, they've lost $500,000 over the last, you know, but, and, and then they came back and said, Oh, we've been in the black for the last three years. And they turn around and ask for more money. And they're turning around asking for more money. And you go, you go, is this like some parallel universe that yeah. like what the hell it's is like going asking on? for 10 it's like asking it's like a hobo you get you get you get you ask someone for 10 bucks you get turned down and then say oh can i have 50 yeah it's the same thing yeah and it's like here are the financial audits that are certified by by an outside accounting firm you lost forty eight thousand dollars last year you lost seventy two thousand i think the year before and then you have somebody from the the uh, CRF saying, oh, we made money the last three years. We were in the block. It's like. <laughs> blind leading the blind. Yeah, it's like, I don't get it. And, and and you know, the council can see that. I mean, you're here. And, Charlotte heard him. And, Sean and heard him. Lori and I have been talking about this since about 2012 or whatever. These, these crazy uh, uh, situations from a financial point of view. Uh, and, uh, you know, I mean, some really weird stuff has happened. And, and at the same time, the, uh, the, uh, nobody, they just keep doing the same stuff over and over. Well, I love their argument about, okay, there are some people like the Acorn article you were talking about that came out a couple years ago. There are certain people in town that don't like the ranch. No, I love the ranch. We all love the ranch. Right. We just don't like the people running it. Right. I, I mean, I love my country. I, mean, I just don't like the people running. I love my state. I don't like the people running it. Right. Right. Same thing. It's it's like Lori is out there working, doing gardening out there, and everything else. And the minute she asks a question, it's like, "What are you talking about? You're you don't want to, you know, you don't, you know, just keep gardening, you know." <laughs> oh, I know. And it's just it's just gonna be interesting to find find out what happens as soon as what. What July August rolls around, right? You know, I mean, is, it, is the is the city going to have? Do they have the nuts to actually pull the plug and just have complete turnover, or are they just going to okay? Well, well, I'm just going to continue losing money. I mean, that because obviously the the the, yeah, the I think well it, is it, just is it, it, it's if, never going to run dry. Yeah. If we had one person out there, and that's how the ranch started out, where there was one guy out there that was working it. Yeah, Adolfo. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Adolfo. And uh, uh, and when you when when you look at how they staffed up so high and everything, the CRF to uh, run the wedding business, and you just you shake your head and just go, you know, compare that to the other wedding venues around town, and and yet. They're, they're just kind of in their own little world and they're doing their thing and uh you know okay it's it's i i don't know what's going to happen because it's really hard for the council uh even when someone like myself pushes it's almost like okay 
Jeff's pushing. So we're going to push back. At Jeff. Right, because we don't want him to win. Right. And it's like, is it about good governance? No. No. It's about, you know, a personal push. And, and it's like, I don't get paid anything by the city. I don't. You're you not know, a crony. I'm, I'm independent. And that's You're never a invited. lot of people come to us and say, hey, Jeff, can you highlight this? Can you highlight that? You know, there's a problem here. There's a problem there. And you're never invited to the crony re reunions. I, I know. Like, Lori, Lori says she's a compliance officer for the CRF. <laughs> trying to, uh, she should be invited for, yeah. you know, the, to the meetings because she's always trying to, to, to get them in the right place or whatever. And, you know, we, we just think everything should be transparent. And, and, uh, that's what good governance is supposed to be, and that's what Tony's always saying. Oh, it's not good governance. Well, what the hell is good governance? Tony? Well, and then and then you say you could look back to the to the California Voting Rights Act screw up, and Tony was there. And mm -hmm. what happened, Tony? Where was the good governance? You know, there was no good governance. Perfect. It's going to cost us hundreds of thousands of dollars. Right. Well, now he's got a second at bat for the CRF. It's like, do it. Yeah. You know, it's your time to do it. Yeah, something needs to change out there. The bases are loaded. There's two outs. <laughs> We're in extra innings, Tony. Can he at least get a bunt? Right. Or draw a walk, dude. Right. I mean, because this is the this is the type of thing where, you know, people are just going to walk away and say that it's the, the city's unfixable. Yeah. The city it. has the benefit of having development right now, and building, and a lot of people are against that, but it makes the city wealthy. Mm -hmm. And the city has had a lot of money, but they have been spending a lot of money. And that's like what's troubling, like with the senior center now, where Tony brings up the issue of, well, we're going to have to issue bonds because the money is not, the money's getting tighter and tighter. You know, they haven't paid uh, all the uh, employee benefits of the pension. They're about 35 million, 30 million behind that. And, uh, so, you know, all these little things, whether it's funding the ranch or, or you know, blowing the budget out at the Desalter or... Safe harbors. The safe harbors. This is money that could have been used. You know, safe, the safe harbor, blowing the safe harbor, this could have been used for anything. Could have been used for the courthouse project, Dizdar Parks project. Notice they don't say anything about the budget right. for those things. Oh, we want to talk about what to do out there. Well, what's the budget, man? Right. Wait, wait, we got a budget here? Talk is cheap. I mean, what are you going to do without the money? Right. And so CRF is the same thing. It's like, what, what are we going to do with the CRF? It, it, that should be the biggest money maker there ever is. Uh, you know, and uh, uh, the city should be revenue sharing with ever, whoever operates that. And revenue sharing so that that get a percentage of the revenue off all those wedding uh, rentals, and then that is the money that can be used to be poured right back into the ranch for maintenance and everything else. And uh, we'll see whether they can do it. Well, I guess we will. I mean, gosh, it's just going to be really interesting to see what happens. Uh, I mean, you know, this is a right now is a setup for what you know the next two people up for re-election are Kevin and Tony. Tony next year. And so, you know, it's like, are you two guys listening? Because this is going to probably 
decide your fate. Yeah, you, uh, you can't fake it and make it anymore. Right, because you know, uh, it's 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 one thing to talk about good governance, but these are issues like that have cost us money, continue to cost us money, money that we could be spending to benefit residents generally, as opposed to a few people that look at me. Right. Yep. Well, I thank you for coming on the show, Jeff. It was a lot of fun talking to you. Well, it's always good luck again with the uh, podcast. And uh, oh. I think this is another this is another avenue of people learning about what's going on. A I discussion so. of, hey, what what's really happening in town? Yeah. Another venue to 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 uh, get people, whether they agree or not, to say, hey, there's people out there that think that way. At I, least this gives them a, a place to listen. Right. And, you know, they're not, they can turn on the podcast rather than open the newspaper and say, look, a lost puppy. Who cares about, I mean, I'm, I don't want anything to happen to a, a puppy. But, I mean, it shouldn't be on page three of the newspaper. Right. It should be way back in the back. Right. Yeah. And that's the type of thing that, you know, social media is, can be bad at times, and it, and, but it can be good at times. Right. And uh, hopefully, you know, we're adding to the discussion of, hey, this is what's going on in Camarillo because we just don't have very many outlets one way or the other. Yeah, well, I mean, hell, if you want anybody, if you run into anybody on uh, the camera of concerns once come on the show, they're more than welcome. Yep. I don't care if it's Susan Santangelo or Kevin Kildee or Tony Tremblay. Yeah, I think... This I, is a platform for them as well. Right. I'm going to treat them fairly. Yeah. And and I think that's the, the whole thing or whatever is that... See, they're banned by their own rules from commenting on third-party... Uh, sites such as Twitter or Facebook they can have their own site uh, for as a city councilman or whatever and Susan and and uh, Sean and Tony have those sites uh, Sean uh, uh, Tony doesn't really use his other than to say he's at the farmers market or well he can come on my podcast right right he can he can come on because I know Grus is, gruesome Newsom was on uh, Adam Carolla show here yeah yeah yeah, so back. yeah, so it's, 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 it, it's, they can do it here. Yeah, and uh, but it, but once again, it's like you know, and I've told these guys continually, you need to open up two-way communications, and uh, you know, you just can't beat a dead horse, can you? Nah, I'm good at beating dead horses. <laughs> <laughs> Never was a horse couldn't be rode or a man couldn't be thrown. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> All right. 